Welcome to the Make a Baby Podcast. I'm Carolina Sotomayor, your podcast host and Reiki womb healer. I believe that healing is not meant to be done alone, nor should it be. Over the past seven years, I have helped over 90 babies enter the world through the power of Reiki. We explore stories of fertility, pregnancy, and postpartum healing with a sprinkle of spirituality. We also dive into taboo topics, including trauma and pregnancy loss. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to the Make a Baby Podcast. I'm Carolina Sotomayor, your podcast host and Reiki womb healer. Today is July 4th, and this is the second time we're trying to record this episode because the first time didn't fully render. So um, this is episode 85, what to do when your fertility journey leaves you feeling powerless. I am dedicating this episode to a loyal listener called Named Marianne, and she sent me a DM, and she needed a little boost in her fertility journey. And she asked if I could do a topic on what to do when you feel powerless in your fertility journey. So um, before we dive in, I want to remind you and also thank you if you've already done so. Please go ahead and leave us a five-star rating and review. And that allows us to reach more listeners and to continue to rank. We are celebrating our first ranking. Um, We did rank 41 and 58 in Apple Podcasts. Uh, spirituality category. So we are officially a top 100 podcast. Uh, And I'm super proud and super grateful because I couldn't have done that without you. And so every download counts. And I really appreciate you subscribing and being here. And if there's, if just like Marianne did, if you have any topics you want to learn about, you want a meditation for, send me a DM. I'll consider it. And maybe you'll be getting a shout out next week on the podcast. So let's dive in. So what to do when your fertility journey leaves you feeling powerless? The first thing is you're going to pause. Because usually when you're feeling powerless in your fertility journey, it's because something negative has happened or there was a change that was unexpected. We just need to pause so that you can breathe. When we do breath work and we do the deep breaths, or if you're in the Make a Baby membership, we do what's called womb breaths, and that means you come home to our bodies, and that's a way of grounding ourselves. So with that, when we breathe, you breathe in through your nose and exhale through your your mouth, and you can do that on counts. It's going to allow your body to transition out of fight or flight and into more of a stable healing mode or to just get the sense of feeling grounded. The next thing is you're going to identify what you're feeling. What emotions are you feeling in this moment? Do those emotions belong to you? What, why do you feel those emotions? Where are they coming from? Is this energy yours? Because you might be absorbing emotions that are not yours, as most listeners are, they're in paths. You might be picking up on energy of other people around you, and that's not that's not your cross to bear. So identifying, are you confused? Can you do this right this moment? Maybe you can't. That's okay too. And then we want to cut cords with all of these emotions. Cut cords means you're going to cut energetically. You can do that with selenite. You can do that with a prayer to Archangel Michael. You can do this with a salt bath with setting the intentions. 
Um, the next thing is you're going to validate your emotions and validate the emotions that are yours. So maybe a person next to you is angry and you're feeling betrayed or maybe you're feeling sad or mad. It's okay for you to feel your emotions. Everything is actually going to make sense eventually. So you're like, and you can transition out of these emotions. What you're feeling now is either going to be stored or released. And through the breath work and through the things that we're going to do in the next step is the intention of releasing. So we can transition out of this powerless state into a grounded state. And the next thing is we're going to activate your safety plan. Your safety plan is what makes you feel safe. And this is going to be like either a series of steps or a process you're going to go through that's already been defined that's going to help you in when you are in crisis or when you are feeling powerless. So you can then again, guess what? Get into a grounded state. So what makes you feel safe? What place are you in? What are you doing in that place? What are you wearing? What are you eating? What does it smell like? Who's there? So for me, I have a certain spot on the sofa. I'm wearing a certain set of pajamas. I am using a certain blanket and I'm drinking my favorite cucumber water and my emotional support Stanley cup. (laughs) Super basic. And during that time, I'm not doing anything. My phone is on do not disturb. I'm not absorbing on social media. I'm not absorbing any of that stuff. I'm present with my family. I'm talking through things perhaps with my husband. Maybe I am binge watching a Netflix show. But usually when this certain corner of the couch, I'm I'm starting to process even further the emotions I may have been feeling or new emotions might emerge. Because I'm continuing to breathe and continue to come home to my body and continue to ground. So healing and emotions come in layers. So I may have been angry and now I might be sad or disappointed or maybe I'm worried and then I'm going to go through those and I'm going to release those, but I'm allowing myself to feel my emotions. I'm feeling my way through this moment. So powerless is actually a symptom and there is more more emotions around that usually. And we need to feel them so we can release them and let them go. But having a safety plan is essentially just what are we going to do when we do feel this way so that you can feel stable and um, safe to move out of that fight or flight state. And and not a lot of people put it in that way of like, what's your safety plan? That's more like, what are you going to do in a tornado? (laughs) No, but like, so if you're in an emotional crisis, have you ever thought like, what do I do? You probably already have habits and rituals that you may not even be aware of. Or maybe some people go to Starbucks and, or they go shopping. For me, I need some alone time. I need to sit still so that I can ground. I can't be extroverting out in the world. I need to be home. My home is my sanctuary. So for me, that's my safety plan. I release the need to be everything to everyone and I'm just focused on me. The world will be okay without without you (laughs) in it for while you take your time out. The world needs you, but 
the world will be okay when you take this time out. Maybe it's a couple of hours. Maybe it's a couple of days. Maybe it's a week. I don't know. But that's your interval to decide. For me, sometimes depending on how heavy it is, um, I've sat there for a whole weekend, you know? And during this time, I delegate as many decisions, chores, and activities to my partner, spouse, or friends as much as possible. Again, depending on how how long of an interval this is. Maybe it's just an evening. Maybe it's a couple hours. But for your mindset, I want you to approach it as like what has to be done now and the rest can wait. Today we're not solving world peace or just like, or we're not, we're not going to your fertility plan in this moment that you are feeling powerless and you're transitioning through those emotions and allowing yourself to feel everything. We're also not brainstorming what's next. We're, we're not letting our mind go there. You can think about that tomorrow or the next day. This is the time to bring in your hobby into your safe place. So this is perhaps it's crocheting. Elise Myers and my best friend are both doing it. And it's something um, that is very soothing to your soul, very nurturing. It keeps your womb open, which is great when you're trying to conceive. You want your womb to be open. Usually a hobby, when we are encouraging a hobby, this is what is my secret success sauce to all my coaching clients is that you need to get a hobby, a hobby that is creative and that's going to, that you're curious about. This creativity um, comes from the womb. Curiosity comes from the womb. So when you do those positive things, it could develop into a passion, but it always supports the womb. It's another way of healing your womb and working through emotions when you don't have to talk about them. So calligraphy is a great one, coloring by number, painting by number. Um, I am learning to, to do more of a vision board. I've been learning about bullet journaling, things like that, putting stickers together. I love, um, these women on TikTok, they do like, um, they take old, old pieces of books and things like that. And they like, do scrapbooking and layer it with stickers and different um, adhesives, and then they write on top of it. It's really beautiful. So um, I love exploring different creative things like that. All of those things are going to support your womb and allow you also to release things subconsciously that you may not be aware of while you're having, while you're transitioning this moment from powerless to grounded. Sometimes sitting and waiting through the hard patch is enough for the power to return. Some people are like, because the next step is, is what I would like you to do, but you may not need to do this. So after you're sitting, after you're doing your hobby, after you're giving yourself space and you're breathing through it and you're coming home to your body and you're becoming grounded, you're going to start to feel lighter. And you're, you're going to feel like you can take deeper breaths because your, your security and your power and your energy is returning to your body. So therefore your power is returning to your body. When you're ready and refreshed, you can go back to your fertility plan with your fertility support team, with your medical team and see what can be done next. If anything needs to be changed, what needs to be done differently 
and also what you're willing to do. Depending on your feeling of powerlessness, you might need to adjust your fertility plan, but you need to discuss it with the people who are supporting you with that. And the last thing is to remember as a core belief that I wish for you, is you have options always. You have options always. Just like you believe that you're a good person, I want you to believe that you have options always. So what to do when your fertility journey leaves you feeling powerless? You're going to pause so you can breathe. You're going to identify what emotions you're feeling. You're going to validate those emotions. You're going to activate your safety plan so you can come home to your body and feel grounded. You are going to delegate as much as you can so your plate is empty. So all you have to do is rest, Netflix, and chill. You are not going to solve the world's problems today, nor your fertility issues today. Today you rest. So that's your mindset. Netflix and chill is your mindset. The fertility plan can wait to when you are refreshed and restored. Um, we're going to bring in a hobby. We're going to go ahead and we're going to do something creative and that's going to nurture your womb and you're going to allow yourself to sit. And then when you're ready and you're refreshed and restored, then you can approach what needs to come next in your fertility plan. So while you have your phone open, I want you to go over to the Instagram app and send me a DM at the Carolina Sotomayor. I'd love to hear from you. And uh, I love sending uh, voice notes back. I love hearing what you think of these episodes and what episodes you want me to cover. Also, don't forget, I want you to download my Womb to Dream Connection Sleep Meditation in the show notes for you to connect with your spirit baby. This is one of the favorite Reiki meditations in the Make a Baby membership. And coming up on our next show, we are going to be talking about three things you need to know for insemination. And we have quite a few um, members in the Make a Baby membership that are going through insemination in the next couple of weeks. So this is really important for you to know. These are three things energetically that you can prepare for that day. Um, so go ahead and share this show with your friends who are trying to conceive. Let them know what's coming up in the next episode. Invite them to tune in with you and how they can conceive with Reiki too. Until then, let the Reiki flow. And I'll see you back here next time. Frustrated being told you are fine by your doctor, exhausted from negative pregnancy tests every month, wanting a deeper connection on your fertility journey with your spirit baby? The Make a Baby membership is exactly what you need. Using Reiki will help you connect to your spirit baby, heal the trapped emotions blocking fertility, and support you in our life-changing community. With over 90 Reiki babies, we invite you to try the Make a Baby membership for free. Check it out in the show notes. Let's get you pregnant.